0: What's going on guys? You are listening to the Mammoth Games Inc. Gamecast. I'm Night Swarm, and with me as always
1: it is FilterCord.
0: Cool. Um, this is part two of our Sony podcast. We are gonna do a little uh a little bit more than just the Sony stuff. We're gonna also get into the Nintendo Direct that happened today. Um and uh You know, some of our E3 predictions. So this episode is going to be a bit longer. You know, we talked to a few people and, you you know, kind of listened. And they said that they liked listening to it, but they wanted a bit more. So, um, yeah, here we are. Um, Nothing wrong
1: with that. We can definitely do more.
0: Always, yeah. But, uh, as always... First of the month, we want to start off with the Games of Gold and PlayStation Plus lineup. So, um, yeah, I'll I'll kick it off with the PlayStation Plus lineup. If you do want to see this, uh, it's pinned to the top of the page also with our update for mgi what we're going to be doing you know what we're working on and stuff like that uh over at facebook.com backslash mammoth games, inc uh make sure you uh like the page any uh anything that you like uh show your support by hitting that share button comment and let us know what you'd like to see done different um but the june 2017 playstation uh playstation plus lineup uh for playstation 4 we have killing floor 2 which is a uh co-op zombie shooter um kind of reminds me of left for dead so uh hmm. interesting i look forward to jumping into that um yeah. and then the other big one is life is strange um it is mm-hmm. uh, all five of the uh, what do they consider chapters yeah i guess um, like
1: chapters episodes however you want episodes look
0: at it. yeah um and uh, you get to run through that whole story. I really recommend picking up both of those this month if you pick up nothing else, just because mm-hmm. it's uh, um, you're getting some co-op stuff and you're getting some pretty heavy story stuff. And Life is Strange is a lot of people's like must-play title. Uh, they love it. it. You know, it's their favorite. Um, but going on uh, for PS3, we got Abyss Odyssey and WRC Five, which is World Rally Championship uh and then these next two are for vita they're also cross buys for the ps4 neon chrome and spy chameleon um just two little uh almost remind me of like downloadable titles but nonetheless mm-hmm. they're free they're cool um grab that playstation plus or playstation app and uh every month you can just download all of these games in one shot see all the savings all at once and uh then you can pick what you want to download to your various systems uh you know, I always do that. I always hit, you know, like today I hit download Life is Strange and Killing Floor 2 right from my phone. So highly recommended. But moving yeah. on, what do we got for Games with Gold?
1: Yep. Um, this month, uh, it's kind of funny. We actually mentioned it in the uh, part one of the Sony cast, I guess, uh, when we mentioned that PlayStation Plus has really been um, kind of, you know, historically killing it and they're kind of coming back and the, the Xbox mm-hmm. had been getting a little weaker. Uh, looks like they heard me, and they're coming out strong on this one. So, for um, again, the, they kind of stagger their stuff, but for the whole month of June, they have the Xbox One title Speedrunners, which is like a uh, you know downloadable style. Like it's not a full retail release game or anything, but um, you know original price fifteen bucks. So that's definitely something. Uh, spend a little time on, maybe play with your friends, uh, see if you like that one. From June sixteenth to July fifteenth for the Xbox One Watch Dogs, the full original game. All right. So that's pretty cool. Oh, um, yeah. You know, like I said, uh, continuing with full game releases for uh, 360 and, of course, also plays on Xbox One Assassin's Creed 3 from June 1st to the 15th and from June 16th to the 30th, uh, Dragon Age Origins. Hmm. So, um, I mean, that gets a big swath of, you know, kind of open-world adventure uh a little more slightly more rpg focused with assassin's creed and then heavy rpg with dragon age mm-hmm. and uh also for out uh for the whole month they gave away the original phantom dust uh actually i think it was even like an hd update of phantom dust uh last month so this month they have uh the, the one dlc pack that that game had for free th- for the whole month so uh yeah they're coming out with heavy stuff i think um uh, throughout the month, all together is uh, like $100 original retail price. So that's pretty good.
0: Yeah good stuff there uh,
1: i also want to toss
0: in that um if you are interested over on uh mgi facebook we do have a post for keystone there, looking for people to test out their mm-hmm. game in alpha and beta so go jump on that uh, register your name it's by the guys who made uh warframe at digital extremes so um uh, go check it out worst case scenario you don't like it and uh you can say you didn't like it yep. all right but moving on um let's continue right the part two um where do you want to start off for this PlayStation?
1: Yeah, um, I guess we we alluded to some stuff at the end of uh, the last episode, and um, unfortunately, it's stuff that we kind of only know about. We haven't directly experienced. I don't think either one of us has uh, played on a PS4 Pro or on PlayStation VR. Mm-hmm, um, I am not. So it, it's it's definitely like interesting stuff, and I do want to mention it. I want to you know kind of be able to dig into um, like PS4 Pro is a good. Uh, You know, for example, it it, it just provides a good outlook on kind of the future of this generation of consoles. Um, It's kind of setting a blueprint that, you know, Xbox picked up with Project Scorpio of, Mm -hmm. you know, we're going to make a better version of this instead of just making a PlayStation 5. Right. And, uh, you know, it's something that I think a lot of people are used to with, you know, in gaming, uh, certainly with like the Nintendo DSs. I mean, they always make a slimmer, sexier version, a little bit more power. Uh, the new quote unquote three D S is a good example of that where, you know, there's certain games that can only be played on a new three DS. Mm-hmm. So, um you know, this is not quite the same as that. Um the PS4 Pro basically uh you know, if you're playing a game and it you know, the system that's reading the disc knows that it's a PS4 Pro. It's able to turn on certain options in that yeah. game to make it and run a little smoother, a little better graphics, whatever. In certain games,
0: and one of the downfalls is, you know, a lot of the, um, a lot of the third-party companies are not doing anything with it. So, you know, yeah. people are still getting that same game, but uh, you know, you can pretty much bet that those bigger titles that we're looking at coming into E three um, will
1: utilize that in full.
0: So, yeah, anything
1: it, first party, anything uh, PlayStation exclusive, probably.
0: Yeah, I, I just feel like it's going to be. Like, it's one of those things that people are like, oh, you know, we don't use it. Uh, You know, I have two games that, you know, the pro really bumps up the graphic quality to a noticeable Mm -hmm. point. And uh, I feel like in the future, it's going to be it's going to be bigger. So, yeah, when um... you upgrade, you also get a a one terabyte hard drive, too. So that's kind of a cool thing.
1: Yeah, it's something that I'm, I'm really interested, um, I guess, uh, you know, not to jump ahead to E3 yet, but the Scorpio is really going to um, determine if the consoles can kind of push that, you know, they can kind of say, like, you know, if, it, if the Scorpio is able to be successful with it, then, you know, PlayStation will even more be able to say, okay, the Pro, uh, we're, we're going to start requiring features for the Pro, or, mm-hmm. you know, we're going to add in this other bonus for Pro users or whatever. Yeah. Um, i think it's a good idea i mean certainly something that people do with their phone without batting an eye i mean there's people that upgrade their phone every year there's people that upgrade their phone every six months so um you know i think it's a good idea for the consoles it's basically what you know has pushed pc gaming ahead in a lot of ways is that people can just make their rig better at a moment's notice so Mm -hmm. that kind of modularity with consoles i think is important and uh hopefully it uh, hopefully it works out hopefully they're able to get a little more out of that yeah um so i i guess
0: going from there uh the other big elephant mm-hmm. in the room to talk about is psvr
1: yeah the, the uh the psvr has i think uh was it farpoint that came out yeah and they just um, came
0: out with that um uh, that gun that kind of reminds me of the gun that came out when um, the oh, yeah. original yeah. motion for the PS3 came out. Um, right. I can't remember what that was called
1: right now. Uh, yeah, but, was yeah. A fancy name, like a move yeah, pl- snapshot or move. something. Yeah.
0: yeah, PlayStation Move. Um,
1: um, but yeah, that, so that
0: was really cool. Um, I, I haven't really looked into see how that game was doing. Uh, I, I'm going to look that up really quick, well, you were, yeah, the yeah,
1: uh, yeah, VR um is right now where it's at a real danger of kind of being kind of going the way of the Kinect and the original PlayStation Move and everything, where it's kind of just a gimmick. Um, a lot of those, like, I mean, both of those, for example, um, never really got that second big round. Like, VR has had its first launch. You know, the several different VR systems, the Oculus, the uh, Gear VR. The Google Cardboard, you know, I mean, there's all kinds of different models. HTC Vive, and they had their first rush. They had, you know, a few games, and some of those games would just be referred to as experiences. It wasn't anything, you know, it it could not be compared to a, a game to come out on a regular console. It's just kind of a weird, um, cool, like kind of funky thing to do to just kind of test out the space, and that second wave of funding has happened and they're working on more VR games, which, you know, that second wave didn't really happen for the Kinect at all, didn't really happen for the Move at all. Mm-hmm. So at least it looks like the companies are going to be invested in this. But if this second wave of stuff that possibly will come out this holiday, possibly next spring, if that doesn't catch, I think VR might die. So... Um, yeah, I feel like, especially with Sony and their um, their track record for
0: supporting kind of their extracurricular games <laughs> like that's yeah. not playstation you know like playstation 4 like psvr right. and vita especially with the vita and the psp we saw it like they were gung-ho about it and then there's no support it just it died it was yeah. gone um so and it'll be really interesting to
1: see um, um but yeah i mean keep that momentum
0: it looks like Farpoint did uh, above average. Um, yeah. most places giving it, uh, you know, a good like seven, seven point five. Um, like even one said, "Fantastic gunplay and freedom of movement sets so PSVR Farpoint apart from most VR shooting galleries." But that's the thing yeah. that kind of pulls me down, uh, and probably pulled the score down, is that that term "shooting gallery." you know that on rails kind of thing i'm not sure how this game played
1: but yeah that's true but i mean a a seven on a vr game in what is really still the first generation of vr games is amazing Mm -hmm. imagine if uh an original nes game came out new today it would get like a negative six yeah so i mean that's you know it's i'm sure there's a little bit of forgiveness in there just understanding it's a vr game and everything but that's still pretty good um yeah, I don't, I, I, don't know really what to compare it with. Uh, you know, it's brand new technology. People still have, they, there's simple problems they don't know how to work out, like movement.
0: I mean, so, well, the game that I could compare it to, and it, it's, it, I guess it's different. But hearing on rails, uh, when I saw Until Dawn Blood Rush when it originally mm-hmm. was came out, it was literally on rails. They were in a what yeah. looked like a like a cart at like a carnival. So oh yeah, um, like and, and that that yeah, thing scored a six, a solid six. Uh okay. From, you know, that looks like that's about the average. Um. So I mean, it's kind of showing that it, I guess, progressing. You know, maybe they are oh, getting better. Point in point in the half. Yeah, yeah. They're, yeah, they're going up. So I mean, you know, that that's looking at it.
1: Uh, glass half full. Yeah, I mean, given another nine months, we'll be at eight. Yay! That's not bad. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, you know, it's it's uh, it's something that, you know, the early adopters are important. The people that went out and, you know, spent all this money to get something that is totally unproven. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I, I definitely think that's vital. And I hope that VR can become something really cool. I, I You know, my opinion is always, and I was talking about this with, you know, people before VR kind of hit. Mm-hmm. It's It seems like such an in-between technology. Like, okay, we have yeah. a TV screen. And then we have, like, the Matrix plug into the back of my head. And in between there is kind of VR and AR. And we have yet to see anything promising in AR, I guess. Um, The HoloLens appears to be nowhere near the market. Yeah. Yeah, And we've um, seen some cool stuff from it, but... Yeah, it just doesn't... I I mean, there's some really awesome stuff in Microsoft HQ that doesn't mean that it's ever going to exist in my house, you know? So what's holding you back from PSVR? Uh, I probably specific? do. Yeah, I do probably need that um that kind of flagship title. I okay. mean, there there's a lot of potential um you know, if they could it, it doesn't necessarily have to be games and I've kind of talked to some people about this as well kind of at like a game meetup um in the Cleveland area here. Um it it doesn't have to be games necessarily. It, they're just like any killer app. Like I know there's a lot of potential with like movies and or oh, like yeah. you know, not not traditional movies, but, uh, you know, it's like kind of like an experience that you just kind of wander around in. I think that's mm-hmm. amazing. Um, they have a, there's a lot of cool applications for that kind of thing.
0: Right. They have the application for the Oculus where you literally sit in a movie theater and you can watch whatever movie you want on the screen. Yeah. And there's almost kind like of a mystery you.
1: science theater thing.
0: Yeah, yeah, and there's people you know just around you doing the normal, I guess, movie thing. I don't think that you can get like other users in like a room or anything. But uh, yeah, but that's still pretty. cool. You know, that, that's I still mean, kind of cool. You look around and you see people, I guess, fake enjoying this movie with you.
1: <laughs> but oh god, I that, hope they all hate it. That, just man, no matter what movie you watch, everybody in the crowd thinks it's horrible. Oh, that'd, be hum- that'd be hilarious. Yeah. Throwing shit at the screen and like some dude's throwing up behind it. you. I kind of like, wish
0: there was like a like a three percent chance that the movie reel would rip, and that oh, it just like amazing. flips. Yeah, I mean that happened. You have to, have before to get up the and theater.
1: go complain to the manager.
0: Yeah. Oh god, we're looking right down the scope of a of of a movie goer tycoon game.
1: Oh man, wait a minute. <laughs> uh, this is trademarked, registered, Mammoth Games Inc. 2017. Nobody touched that. Yeah.
0: Don't touch
1: it. That. Uh, yeah, that's... You know, VR, I think, has a lot of um, kind of cool places to go that maybe people haven't thought of. Like I said, there's issues that people are still working out. I mean, you know, as far as VR goes, like, just call Disney. Like, I don't know why Disney isn't all over these VR consoles because they literally do that in their rides. Yeah. So, like, just dump that onto an Xbox and you're good to go. Yeah. Yeah, so, and
0: I think the big thing that's holding was, you know, helped me back from the beginning is, you know, I played... um uh with the developer kit for the oculus and i probably played a, a poor game that i shouldn't i don't have motion sickness by you know any stretch of the imagination but uh that game screwed me up uh, yeah. i basically had to go home and just sleep it off um wow but i know there were certain and, and people I, that were
1: like there were certain people that were banned from the ux lab because they would just throw up so much oh man that's crazy <laughs> uh, yeah.
0: but yeah it, it it was i guess that and the mentality that i always said you know working at gamestop and saying the first person to come out with vr if they get it wrong it's going to ruin it for everyone else yeah and i that that was my first big experience with vr is you know playing this it wasn't even a game it was an experience and just going Mm -hmm. well uh i feel like shit yeah (laughs) it's um
1: you know it's like I said, they got that second wave going, so yeah. hopefully that's all it takes. I and mean, the
0: biggest thing that I feel like the dev kit two was missing was the mm-hmm. uh, precise head tracking. Um, yeah. things just moved, I think, kind of wrong. you know, when I was playing, and uh, I think that's what
1: did it in for me. I think they did manage to work some of that. Out. I know, like, I mean, with the Oculus specifically, there were like thirty different dev kits. Right. So, um, and I
0: played. Uh, I, I played the. Um, I think it was the second wave of the Oculus, um, of the, you know, consumer model. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it was, it was fine. Um, I didn't play any first person stuff, which is what I played on the dev kit too. That kind of screwed yeah. me up. But, uh, I played, um, a platformer and I played a, uh, uh, like a puzzle strategy game. Hmm. Uh, well, a, pl- a puzzle like action game. And, okay. uh, I felt fine after doing it. I, I kind of wanted to play more. So, um, you know, maybe it is probably time for me to start looking into that and supporting this thing that I think could possibly go on to be um, something, you know, you know, something more. You know, you kind of need that support. And I do applaud those people who already have supported PSVR without, you know, yeah, or just VR in general without having, you know, something
1: to have come before it that's successful right yeah especially i mean like those first um those like launch games like uh on all the systems i mean Mm -hmm. kudos to those guys that's awesome like just throwing something out there you don't you know they have the chance to play each other's games at little tech demos or you know at events or whatever but other than that i mean they really were just throwing and seeing what stuck so um that's awesome definitely um, all right, so uh, I, we kind of touched on it in that but you know we do want to kind of talk about just to kind of round off like the sort of the PlayStation 4 specifically and then just Sony in general um, kind of like the future of Sony what they kind of have to stick to what they're doing right, what they're doing wrong um, just all that I guess uh, well, I mean we did touch on it definitely with PSVR. I think that they need to stick their guns on that one. Um, Yeah, it looks like they're going to and I think they definitely need to do the same thing for the PS4 Pro Um, in fact we might already be looking at another upscaled version of the PS4 Pro I know that was rumored a while ago
0: yeah, I, I don't think I saw anything about that. But I I do agree. I think they need to stick to their guns with PS4 Pro, move forward with having that PS4 and, you know, having those two models, one that is an upscale model that costs mm-hmm. a little bit more, but these games are going to play much different on it. I don't think taking the experience away entirely, like let's say, you know, Last of Us 2 comes out and it's only for the PS4 Pro. I think that's unfair. But having that upscale version, it's like mm-hmm. buying the better graphic card for your
1: computer like you said. Um right. I think, I think that's they a good, would uh, idea. yeah, I think there would definitely be backlash if they said like uh, you know, this uh, you know, whatever, Infamous three is or wow, they already did three. Infamous four is uh like PS4 Pro exclusive. Like I definitely think there'd be a lot of backlash to that. Because it as far as I know, the PS4 Pro hasn't sold particularly well. Um
0: Yeah, I, I haven't heard anything uh like really noteworthy about it but yeah you know i i guess it it comes down to like when i'm going to buy a new system like at I, like I, I think i've made mention possibly in part one i still have my uh a launch playstation 4 mm-hmm. i've never had a problem with it not even like a weird noise um you know aside from um sometimes and i feel like it might be a power problem um yeah but but sometimes it just kills off and it'll be in rest mode and i'll go to turn it on next time and it'll be asleep and it'll be like it shut down improperly and i'm like okay but that's you know that's really it but when i go to buy the next one um i don't really see a point in just picking up another ps4 just normal ps4 it's like i mean what's the price difference like maybe 100 bucks Mm. you know go, go with the pro and that's that's what i'm gonna do um definitely but, yeah, stick to um, the guns with the Pro, with the VR, I think that's going to help. Um, and the biggest thing for Sony to stay ahead of the curve, I think, is um, continuing to beat the competitor to the punch. Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, I it, think. Uh, it's always proved this... to be useful, especially Xbox 360 to PS3. And then, yeah. you know, it worked PS4 to uh, Xbox One. So, um,
1: yeah. Yeah, just I just keep, um, keep it going. Yeah, they. They've done a, this is, I mean, this is kind of a bit of a, you know, we kind of set up how we were looking at this with, um, you know, taking future episodes in mind, like we might do one of these for the Xbox One. We might do one for the Nintendo Switch. Yeah. Um. You know, it could be for anything. I guess we'll see what gets announced. We might have to do one for a new console. Who knows? Yeah. But uh, we can do one for the Ouya. What worked? Nothing. What didn't work? The whole thing. <laughs> I hear Craft uh, Singles is bringing out their own console. So That's. I'd buy that. <laughs> <laughs> I know the guy but, uh, that we're
0: going to get to come in on us with that one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I think Sony is the uh, the example of these where, you know, there's not a lot of advice for them other than, like, stick to your guns. Like, they've right. done a great job with PlayStation Plus. I mean, we talked about, I think that was one of our main focuses of the last episode. Right. Um, right. They've done a great job with Exclusive. They've done a great job with, you know, their partner companies they're working with. They've taken... um. You know, at, at a certain point, you know, when you're designing a game for the PS1, if, if that's the type of game you were making, there's not really a lot of competition. So they just kind of went with Sony because, you know, that's who had the hardware they wanted. Mm-hmm. And they've turned those relationships of, like, yeah, you guys have CDs, I like CDs, into some of the best companies in games. And, yeah. I mean, um, you know, specifically, like, Naughty Dog's trajectory has just been insane. Yeah. Um, you know, the it's like santa monica going from like you know we kind of fix some weird animation bugs and we do testing for you to you know they're a studio in their own right now making games yeah um, like so. i mean there's a lot of uh you know some of the biggest designers kind of you know creative directors whatever in the industry came through sony i mean david jaffe mm-hmm. uh twisted metal series and all that um Just i mean launched, you know god uh, of war trying to get it. uh i mean or there's a lot of together, stuff yeah. trying to that uh Drawn Together was similarly themed. <laughs> uh, similar style. That's but, in a uh, different podcast. Yeah, those will all come back together someday. Uh, you know, it's... Um, they've done a great job, and I think Microsoft definitely can stand to learn as far as like third-party goes. Um, as far as... I mean, I guess Microsoft kind of started with the indie, but, um, you know, with the Xbox Live Arcade. But I think right. PlayStation's done a great job supporting indie developers and getting those indie games out. I feel like um, they have
0: two different approaches to getting indie. Um, Sony just grooms them where, as
1: Microsoft... It's kind of just kind a dumping of, ground.
0: Well, they, they kind of scour for them. Yeah. They work through, um, like, Steam and, uh, you know, like Steam Greenlight and, you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, getting titles and then there's like, like, like... We Happy Few. I right. mean, that, that right. right there is a big title that, I, like, it's it's one of those titles i say it a lot like there's i haven't seen a reason for me to pick up an xbox one yet but that's almost one of them if i couldn't get it on pc
1: now you know i uh i played the game preview of that because anything that's in early access i believe on steam xbox will let you kind of demo it for free right uh which is really weird because you have to buy into the early access on steam so i guess it's just the thing that you know microsoft's like we'll just eat that cost Right. Uh, Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. I'm not sure, but um, I have to play it a little bit. And, uh, yeah, I definitely like the style. I'm not sure if the game's for me, just because of how it is. I'm not a big roguelike fan or anything. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, Xbox, I think, definitely has a first-party problem. And, uh, man, Sony's just killing it. I mean,
0: Yeah, right now, I I feel like uh, Microsoft is kind of... uh, They've hit that spot, and they kind of know that things are not the best for them Mm -hmm. so and 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 them knowing that the third party knows that as well so they're not getting any of that exclusive right like i mean they lost their exclusive stuff with um call of duty they jumped Mm -hmm. ship and went to uh went to sony and you know several other games uh you know coming out more recent um, Resident Evil like all of their stuff was timed exclusive I think the big exclusive that uh, that Microsoft does have is uh, Crystal Dynamics they seem to get stuff from Tomb Raider a bit sooner than
1: yeah uh, I don't know if that's still going to happen though because the newest one when it came out on PS4 the first day apparently did better than the entire uh, limited exclusivity hmm So, um, yeah, that would do it. Yeah. uh, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I'd be like, okay, that's our guy. Yeah. So, you know, they're kind of in that, in that rut where
0: they know it and so do their, um, you know, third party groups. So it's it's kind of, you know, a scenario of what they have to do, like to get out. Yeah.
1: And I think actually that's a good, um, lead in, I guess, to kind of our second part of this podcast where we're going to talk Mm -hmm. about um e3 i think this is sony's e3 to win or lose um it's very much and you know it's uh microsoft is going to have to hit very hard to um kind of take away i mean i just i I can't imagine sony not just crushing it right um, like I was they may not have any big announcements. I like there's there's not anything we know of, but of course we don't know about it until it's announced. But right. um it it seems like Xbox is kind of like in a position to announce some new things. So maybe that'll be really exciting. But even the stuff that we know for sure Sony's going to have is just awesome. Yeah,
0: I I was writing up my predictions. And uh, Mm. Sony, I was like, they got this and this and this and this. and You know, these are things that I see them coming strong with that we know are on the horizon. And then I got to Microsoft and I was like, um, shit, what do they have? (laughs) Like, what's, what's what's their crushing blow? And they're i didn't have anything yeah. uh so th- you know that- that's going to be rough but uh yeah i mean why don't we uh why don't we kind of run on this uh we'll start just with uh things we see uh coming strong and we'll just start with sony just lead right in mm-hmm. with sony um yeah so what are the big things you think like what's one of the big things you think that they're going to come out swinging with
1: um yeah we have some stuff that we know for sure they're going to do yeah. i honestly think you start out the stro the, the start out the show, real hard, real ballsy. Lead right away with Spider Man. Um, okay, yeah, that's a heavy I mean, hit. I can see. Yeah, have like, you know, they always have like the kind of um, collage trailer with like a whole bunch of different stuff that they have coming up, and mm-hmm. then right at the end of the trailer, just Spider Man swings into camera, and then they just launch into some I don't know potentially some gameplay. Just I cool think they trailer. have to go gameplay.
0: Uh, uh, yeah, I
1: think I, they would have to do gameplay now, but I mean. They've done uh, cinematic gameplay where it shows you what it would
0: kind of be like to play it, but that was there, I think that was there before a trailer, like their yeah. first trailer that they ever yeah. released for it. So um, we've got a, a, I think a trailer since then, but no official. This is what it's like, and I think, um, I think you could be right with that when they, but whenever they do happen to show it off, uh, I think they'll turn on like the spotlight and there'll be a guy on stage playing it
1: i mean they could Live. get tom holland I, it, it's sony pictures yeah I, they, they definitely could and that would be cool. and imagine what if they had him play the game in the spider-man outfit yeah that'd be cool and then they do spider-man turn out the dark and then he flies into the audience and accidentally breaks somebody's leg
0: yeah definitely uh, uh that's I'd be down for that <laughs> that's uh but i feel like that's more of a end of the show thing
1: Oh yeah, you're right. Go and out just, like force pipes. the audience out. Like we don't want you waiting around, so they just start yeah. flinging Tom Holland full speed, just throwing bricks <laughs> at people. That could
0: be good. Awesome.
1: Well, the big um, thing that I know that they're going to
0: come out swing, they're gonna come out swinging with. It'll definitely be at the show. Um, I even saw like a big, uh, uh, like they were doing like a big mural on the side of a building uh, oh, for the yeah. show and. It just said God of, and then had a big W, and I <laughs> believe I sent you a text that said God of Wu Tang. Yep. And, uh, but yeah, God of War. I think that's going. That's they're going to talk a heavy amount about that. Um, possibly even like a little, um, like director cam behind the scenes type thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll cool. probably see a little bit more gameplay and possibly even like pre-order incentives. Uh, For the title, you know, giving uh probably a release date as well.
1: Yeah, I mean, um, me and Drake kind of talked about this, like God of War. um, I mean, all you're doing at this point is just like tacking on extra copies like that game is already going to be great. Yeah. Um, You know, the the guys working on it know what they're doing. I I can't I I can't see it not being awesome. Yeah. Like this is one of those games. It, I mean, it has
0: it has the name and the pedigree. It has, right. um, you know, and, and and it's fresh. That's the big thing. Is mm-hmm. by the end of three, I was still excited to play it. Um, but by the end, I was like, I you know, I knew what I was getting. Right. And it's it, it doesn't feel re- rehashed, but it doesn't feel inventive enough to keep going yeah, strong. very and much. I think they felt that too.
1: Yeah, it's very much by the end of it. It's like, okay, I got it. Yeah. Like, and it, you know, they they ditched uh, they ditched the uh, chains, like the chain blades or whatever. So, I mm-hmm. think that was part of it. Um. So it, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing what kind of new cool stuff they do. Definitely, um, definitely. Man, that whole that whole franchise. I'm excited for God of War's future. Yeah, I mean, it's really hard to just, I, like, even if you were on the other side of the fence,
0: and you were like uh, like a diehard like xbox player looking at it God just of looks War, awesome you just like yeah dude that looks
1: so good yeah so um so yeah some other like some other things that are you know virtually guaranteed um kind of some more of the last of us part two stuff right um we definitely want to see uh, uh i was a little iffy on this with some other people i've been talking with uh, i'm not sure if there's gonna be more death stranding
0: I feel like that one's a little up in the air, but I do see them... I mean, it seems obvious. I feel like there's something. It's not going to be a starter, and I doubt it's going to be an end-of-show type of thing. Mm -hmm. But I feel like there will be a small block of something in there for that.
1: Just like behind-the-scenes footage of Norman Reedus falling down? (laughs) Yeah. That'd be fun. Uh,
0: And then um, Days Gone. And I kind of push that into... Uh, it's at the end of my coming out strong with mm-hmm. list of things. Um, we, uh, you know, we've seen the trailer of the flood of zombies coming out, the dude running. Um, it just, it, it looks really good. And I feel like it's been too long and too quiet for them to not do something with it. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel like that one's going to get something. You have yeah, any, I think so. Um, you have anything else
1: for? For sure's? Yeah, for sure. Um, I, well, uh, I've heard some rumors that um, they might potentially be remaking another kind of, you know, higher numbered Final Fantasy game. Okay. So there's potentially, they might do an announcement of, um, I mean, they're certainly, they're going to have to announce something from Square Enix. Um, you know, Final Fantasy 15 appeared to do very well. Uh, that should be very heartening for the studio because, you know, they said that final fantasy 15 was you know potentially their last shot and if Mm -hmm. that game didn't work out they were kind of done with it so i mean that game did really well i think it did better than expected even um i mean they're gonna have to announce something or show something
0: along that line um i i don't know if they'll announce like a new title but i could see them doing some some like a big block of story dlc for 15 The same Mm -hmm. with uh, Horizon Zero Dawn.
1: Um, I could see them doing a block uh,
0: of DLC for those guys.
1: Yeah, I think Horizon actually was... um, Well, I I can't say if the Killzone games had DLC. Like, I just honestly don't know. Mm -hmm. But um, I I thought it was kind of suspicious that we haven't heard any kind of extra stuff for Zero Dawn. Yeah, and I Um, feel like E3 is going to be the
0: place for that. Like, they're... Like possibly have already been working on it. I mean we could see like almost like a like a fallout four scenario where oh, could it's
1: be. gonna be there in a month and a half, two months, you know. I mean, you know, considering that it would have to be strictly DLC, I mm-hmm. mean it's not like they're gonna release a disc expansion pack. Um they could just say, I mean, think about how successful Fallout Shelter was. They could just say, like, you know, there's D L C and it's out at the end of the show tonight. Yeah. Um and so, I mean and, that's know, that's the way. I mean that's a
0: really really good way of getting people excited about not only your product, um, but just about you know the system in general. Like that's right. like holy shit! Look what Sony just did with their huge exclusive new title.
1: I mean yeah, that that's was cool. the response to um, you know Bethesda's a couple of years ago. where It's like oh my god, we have Fallout Four, and here's yep. everything about it. So and, like yeah, we have that's a Fallout. We
0: have Fallout Four, and then you know, while I'm waiting, you know, that, like, month and a half for that, I get to play Fallout Shelter. Yep. And I get to download the Pit boy app and play with that on my phone already.
1: Yeah. I so, mean, you know, I mean, there's That a, was really cool. Yeah, they have some room. I mean, uh, there's a... Okay, so, you know, that was one of the things... One of the things we think are kind of maybes or, um, you know, likely stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I know uh, we kind of already mentioned like PSVR, they're going to have to put like, uh, I'm, you know, there's already stuff announced, but they're going to have to put forward like, okay, here's our, you know, holiday and maybe like next spring plan for VR.
0: Yeah. Just that block of
1: video where it just kind of rocks through like five games
0: or something like that, that are going to be on for PSVR. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, I remember him doing that when it launched. It was like Rigs and Until um, mm-hmm. Dawn, Blood Rush, and you know a bunch of other titles. Um, so uh, yeah, that's definitely going to be a thing. Yeah, um, um, I think yeah, we'll definitely ahead. see uh, probably Kingdom Hearts three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know what we're gonna get from that, but I just feel like that's the usual for for that game. It's like every year here's you know, a sprinkle of something for the game.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, they did just do the thing where they're like, oh, well, you know, we, we don't have a release date for you yet, and we're not going to tell you for the next couple of years. But, I mean, that could very easily be a leak plugger. Like, it could be that somebody might have had some info and they were just shutting it down. So,
0: Yeah, that's um,
1: true. You know, Sony, I mean, uh, with a couple other games that we saw here the last couple of days, um, those kind of Sony exclusives or Sony you know, favoring systems.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, games, I mean. Um, they've been dropping some release dates lately. And Sony, I think, has realized that that's really important, even though traditionally the Japanese market just kind of says, like, you'll get it when I put it out. Um, you know, I-, I think they've realized that, at least with an American market, that doesn't really fly. Like, people want to know. Yeah. They want to... I mean, we'll put money down for it, you know. Yeah, they, they so, want to
0: be excited about it.
1: Right. Yeah. So, um, I could see them just saying like okay this is a little tentative you know we don't quote us on this but kingdom hearts 3 holiday 2018 yeah you know and then there's going to be significant dlc and then we'll put out a final cut in 2020 spring or whatever you know yeah yeah um definitely i think they need to be more transparent with that kind of stuff
0: i mean especially this... if
1: tetsuya Nomura is going to be in charge of like 48 games
0: i mean this game's a long time coming you know uh, long time coming for kingdom hearts is um like seeing through the roof is like not big enough
1: yeah you know most it's, of them are going to be retired before this game comes out
0: yeah and they were children <laughs> when they played it the first time
1: exactly so like yeah it's um, uh i think that yeah i think um yeah definitely you know it's one of my most anticipated um detroit become human I think we're yeah. getting some solid stuff on that. Um, they've been kg, lol. <laughs> uh, you know, they've been real careful with dropping too much because I think um, I think that company's kind of you know kind of bit off more than it can chew in the past. Um, yeah. You know, beyond two souls didn't. I, I mean, I, I loved it, but it didn't necessarily do great as far as you know. As people were saying it wasn't fully finished, and you know, it needed a couple patches to bring it up to snuff. It definitely so, didn't kill,
0: like, um, um, their first title did.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, like, it's hard. Like, Heavy Rain is almost a genre. Yeah. So, it, it, you know, it's hard to reach that kind of level. And I think they just had classic, like, sequel-itis. But, uh, That's true. Like, I mean, David this one looks really good. He's come forward and said... Now, David Cage is, you know, kind of a character. But he's come forward and said, like, I don't want to tell a flat sci-fi story. I want to do more. I want it to be you know open to everybody not just sci-fi nerds or whatever mm-hmm. so um yeah i mean it, it's about an android it's very blade runner i guess and it's kind of ideas so um you know i think they're getting close to talking about some cool stuff with it i, I hope we get some dates some set in stone stuff because right now it's uh kind of hovering at that like uh december 31st which is like not a real release yeah date, that place will usually day yeah so i want to see some solid stuff
0: i think they're coming i think they're wrapping it up with that title and we'll see it soon um Mm -hmm. i think it could be really cool and it would be really helpful for uh psvr if they announced that that game was going to be psvr
1: or even if it just had like some vr experience type stuff like yeah it doesn't uh, stand and like look at this cool environment for a little bit and then go back to your main game and take your headset off or whatever you know I don't know if
0: I would like it that much if it did that, but if you could play the game, uh, like, first person, like, you can look like maybe it starts off a little bit different than the game that you're going to be playing in third person. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, I I mean, for as long as I feel like we've been waiting for this game, um, that would be the the answer to, you know, the time that they spent on the game. Like, oh, yeah, we've I have also mean, been doing it for VR, and it's going to be fucking awesome, so...
1: Yeah. Be excited. I honestly... I don't understand why they don't just make... um, You know, certainly with, like... You know, console exclusive, like, that tight relationship that Sony has with a lot of these companies. I don't understand why they don't just have something built into VR that it's like, okay, you're going to play this game in third person. It's going to be the normal game, but it's going to be displayed through your VR in a slightly different way. I mean, basically, you just move the point of the Again. view stick you just push that back to you know instead of spinning around your character like in dragon age title for example you just move your head around i mean it i understand it's not just a simple like plug and play switch but it should be relatively simple to i mean considering like building an entire first person playthrough of the game like how long did it take to put first person into grand theft auto you know what i mean yeah like i understand that that's a big change but just making the vr as an alternate display for the screen shouldn't be that difficult to do so i could see you could play it all in vr and you would essentially be a little hovering ghost behind and above the character a little bit um and then you have some interesting things to do with like moving your head around to look at things instead of the you know the very um constricted movements that you can do on the control stick
0: right yeah um I mean, I think I think either way, I'm going to be excited for it. But you know, just talking yeah, for talking sure. about it leading up, um, I mean, that would be killer. Just being able to like that—that's almost reason, you know, to pick up VR. Yeah, I would say uh, play that.
1: if they can announce some cool tie-ins or some interesting modes in other games for VR. Um, I mean, you know, if I handled horror games better, I'd have it for Resident Evil. Right. But, I mean, it's just, like, that's unreasonable for me because, <laughs> like, uh, you know, they don't make that much underwear. They don't. So uh, I'd have to have, like, 19 subscriptions to MeUndies, and they don't even sponsor me. So how am I supposed to pull that off?
0: But they could. Um, this is a shout-out to them
1: right now. Uh, you know, oh, we yeah. have
0: this airwave. Just, just let we us We have, know.
1: I think, I've uh, calculated a total of three listeners. Thank you, Mom.
0: <laughs> Thanks, Mom. She has,
1: she has three different accounts. <laughs> Putting in the putting in the hours. Yep, she listens to every single second. I don't know why. Just hit play and walk away. <laughs> <Don't, laughs> Try to help her. <laughs> 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 but uh, yeah, yeah, you know, so it's it's a. Uh, it, uh, ultimately, I, th- I think they're set up in a g- really good place. Um, uh, what 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 do you think? What do you think? Some uh, maybe some cool surprises could be. And I know there's there's one more that we think is kind of maybe not really a stretch, but it's kind of like. What what are these guys working on?
0: Yeah, I mean, one of the things that I want to mention that I think could be uh, coming up is something from from software, mm-hmm. um, whether it be you know Bloodborne two or you know something you know something different. But a Bloodborne two trailer would be really cool. Oh yeah, I mean even something totally new. Um, I mean that I don't think that's going to be big, and I don't even think it's going to be talked about. Mm-hmm. But I can definitely see like oh and by the way we have this
1: trailer nobody talks about it
0: on to the next thing
1: yeah yeah i could definitely see that um just something super early very conceptual yeah um yeah i could see i mean bloodborne did really well um i could see a bloodborne 2 for sure mm-hmm. um I, there's been some speculation it might be another armored core which that could that could very easily be a vr game i yeah. mean that kind of like the cockpit thing really works they does. VR. so um i could see that uh i don't but, know they could do they could try something new they could try like a really like a just a totally a total redo of a really old game that's true yeah um, um and going
0: from there like you said like what could surprise us um
1: mm-hmm.
0: like talking about a like a redo of some of the old games um i think it was brought up before uh in a past podcast maybe about uh medieval
1: mm-hmm.
0: um that would be cool yeah. and then i toss up the idea of like uh um like something from the blood omen series like from mm-hmm. the legacy of kane or you know whatever something like that okay. would be really cool
1: yeah um yeah i, I can you know playstation's always kind of had an issue with mascots i guess yeah um they've always like really wanted that like funny like QB buddy that kind of like mario sonic uh donkey kong thing i guess yeah um which you know if anything you know the the uh shoot i have his name here somewhere The the uh skeleton from medieval might be the yes. guy name um, is sir daniel fortescue daniel. yeah yep. he was in playstation all-stars um, he was you know it, it was a uh, kind of a classic series and they tried to mess with a little more recently, but they didn't really hit it. I think, you know, they could potentially knock that out of the park. Um, it's a cool franchise. I mean, it's plenty of room there.
0: Yeah. Um, they have, like, Sony actually has a mascot. And they were in um, PlayStation All-Stars. I mm-hmm.
1: can't remember their name. They're... Oh, like a Sony-specific one?
0: Yeah, it, it's I, I can't think of its name right now, but it, it almost looks like a little cat with a, like a smug
1: look um, on its face, and it has rosy cheeks. Okay, look into that while we continue. Okay, I'm interested. Was that on that was on PlayStation All Stars 2, You said. Uh yeah, I believe so. Huh. Well, yeah. I, I wasn't. Uh, I didn't really get into the PlayStation until kind of the mid PS2 era, I guess. Um. So I must have missed it. It's it's very Japanese. Um, All I can think of is that cat from Animal Crossing. <laughs> it kind of does look like an Animal Crossing character. So but that's yeah, grounds for
0: a lawsuit. I'll keep a. I'll keep looking at that if you want to go ahead and uh, move right. on. To yeah. Um. And I know something that.
1: Yeah, something that we're really looking forward to. Something that me and Drake mentioned when we were talking on the last episode. Um. Mm-hmm. A. Uh, one of the biggest companies. That's just been totally silent. Haven't heard anything from him. Sucker Punch. Mm-hmm. And Sucker Punch is known to have a really tight relationship with Sony. So, um, you know, I was, I'm hoping for another Infamous game. So I guess it would be Infamous 4. Um, so they'll probably do another subtitle or something to, you know, avoid number confusion. But right. uh, I think uh, Last Light was, or uh, Second Son first light was the dlc so yep. uh, i think second Sun was a really good game it was not quite a launch title but you know it was really early i think it was like january or february yeah it came the console came out right after yeah yeah this was like a couple months it's not a significant wait and it was a great game one of the best like launch or near launch exclusives for either system i mean
0: i mean i think we uh, even talked about it like that was one of the games like yeah that was one you of the games and we i got. wanted yeah wanted to have that game at launch, but then, you know, it got pushed and we were like, okay, so we'll get this game and wait for that game. So,
1: yeah. So, I mean, I like, I don't know if they continue in that world. I don't know if they kind of make a new, um, you know, they could make a new franchise. I'd, I'd be into it. Yeah. Um, I would like to see something, um, like I would like to
0: see a new IP set in the same same world. Um, that could be interesting not necessarily let's say a new superhero but just something different and something fresh uh kind of like guerrilla games did with horizon like here's Killzone, here's horizon
1: it's not necessarily set in the same world but it's not necessarily not set in the same world that's true i mean they've got similar themes of like you know mechanization and kind of tribalism and how people get alienated from each other and everything like you know war is hell type thing right um so I mean, you know, I yeah, I could definitely see uh I I really like in uh Infamous and just I'm guess in the world in general. I really like the idea of like a superhero with like a stupid power. Yeah. And uh, you know, Infamous didn't do it so much in the original game or two, but with um Second Son, I mean, his original power, which I guess his real power is just that he absorbs people's powers. But his yeah. his, you know, the first one you pick up is smoke and that just seems so stupid. I mean, inherently. it seems weird.
0: It, like but when I heard awesome. it originally, I was like, "This is so weird." But then yeah. I saw it in an action, and I was like, "Oh, that's badass!"
1: Uh, God, I wish you could have got the uh, origami. I wish you could have got the paper power. Because <laughs> that's what it looked like they were doing, but they didn't yeah. end up doing it. But um, yeah, I mean, I mean, neon. Neon that's was amazing. different.
0: Yeah, that's so cool. I mean, so they definitely have lock on some creative ideas, you know.
1: Yeah, I mean I so I could see um I you know, the main villain was concrete, which is just awesome again. <laughs> so uh, yeah, that was you cool, know, they yeah. could they could do some cool stuff. I don't uh, yeah, I don't know if another infamous is the right thing. It could be really cool to be like a guy in a elite task force that has to take down people with powers and you're just a semi normal dude. Um, that could be a fun game and it kinda play into their skill set, you know, that kind of third person action. A uh, little bit of cover, a little bit of special power shooter type thing. Yeah, I just um, I don't
0: know if it would if it would hit right. Um, yeah. I mean
1: that's my only thing.
0: So I mean I mean and of course we're just speculating, but Right. Yeah, there's um, no there's literally
1: but, no news about them at all.
0: I mean with those guys, you know, they they kinda have like you expect something and they've proven you know, that they've proved uh like they've managed to prove that they have you know, their style, and their style is cool no matter what they put into it. Like we said, Neon and Smoke, really weird, right. quirky, but, uh, you know, it, it comes off really badass, I think. So, uh, yeah, that, that flavor, I think, would... I think it's seeing it, is what, what does it for me. Mm-hmm. I have to be able to see it in action before I can really judge on if.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know. um... But, uh, you know, kind of like one of the final things for Sony, I guess, unless you think of something else. Um, you know, like I said, I think Square really has to show up and show some that they've done some work, you know? Yeah. Um, and I could definitely see uh, just kind of uh, really any update. I mean, another, uh, well, you know, an actual trailer as opposed to, like, here's some art. Yeah. Um, you know, like anything for the Final Fantasy VII full remake. Um, maybe even, like... You know, expect episode one 2020 uh, or maybe like E3 2019. We're gonna have a gameplay trailer. I mean, you know, I'm fine with them, you know, just overhyping the shit out of stuff. Like, it's nice just to know that they're doing something. Yeah, with some of these games, it seems like they're just in a planning phase and it's like, don't announce it. Just any sort of uh,
0: update would be nice. And like, I'm going in with the mentality of let's just any sort of update and then. Hopefully, I'll be pleasantly surprised with something
1: more. Right. Um, okay. So, do you have anything else to add on the uh, Sony?
0: Um, well, the, I guess the last thing that's kind of it's kind of ridiculous. It's more just for the laughs. Is uh, it would be awesome if Kevin Butler made a return? Um, mm. The guy was, uh, I think he was sued by Sony for. Being in a, because he's an actor, he was in a Bridgestone commercial that was supporting Nintendo in some way or another. Um, uh-huh. and he was due to not be in any sort of commercial for video games. I, I think that was like the settlement or something, uh, for like two years or something. So, yeah. uh, it would be cool to see him make a comeback. He was so funny. Um, I mean, I, I just, I really remember him during the, um, like PS3 phase when they were talking uh-huh. with uh the guys at Valve and he was introduced to um uh Gabe Newell as the VP of sharpening things basically yep. Sony saying don't fuck
1: us yeah like he was a uh, he was like the face of their company for a while I yeah. mean he was in every commercial he was on the the commercials that played on like GameStop TV he was almost like their he was like a bigger version of um Xbox's Major Nelson
0: yeah, he was or like he like he was, was like he literally did nothing. He didn't even have a title. Uh, his title was a joke. It was a running joke. Of he yeah, was they would just give mascot. him dumb titles all the time. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like they made up a job for him. But oh, and that guy yeah. that we were that mascot we were talking about. His name is Toro, T O R O. Uh huh. He's just um, a little cat bet. mascot. Interesting. But uh. But yeah, um, I think that's pretty much it for. Oh yeah, shoot, I knew Toro. I think that's pretty much it for the the Sony E3 predictions. Hmm. So right. uh, I mean, unless you have anything else that you want to, you know, pepper on there.
1: Think so. I mean, I know there's there's a one th- rumor that's kind of bubbling, but I'm just gonna kind of tease that because that's uh, it's a Bethesda game, which I would say Bethesda used to show up on you know the other companies' E3s, but. Since they have their own thing, we're going to kind of hold on to that one in the back pocket.
0: Okay. Uh, well, yeah, let's move right on to Microsoft. Um, I mean, the biggest thing, you know, the biggest thing for them that I could think that they're going to talk about, they'll definitely come out strong with Project Scorpio. Um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I, I expect, you know, a name, a price, and a release window, this E3. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, like I said before, like, this is definitely their time to, like, lay down... I guess what this framework is going to be like. Um, the Scorpio's got a little more hype than the PS4 Pro did. Um, it seems like there's going to be some more buy on. Yeah. Um, I feel like I'm, that's I'm, because it's completely different. Than... Well, it's 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 a bit more powerful. It seems to, you know, they're not marketing it as oh, this is a slightly better Xbox. They're like this is a this is a different system. Yeah. Like it's better in so many ways that it's just different. All right. So. Um, Uh, this is the time to pull out the stops and kind of let people know what that incremental step is going to be. So I'm, you know, it's kind of, it's, I guess it's the difference between like the 360 and the PS3. Like it's just a slight tech step up over the PS4 Pro, but there's a lot of potential there. And you know, the, I guess just the way that the software behaves on that new system. Yeah.
0: Definitely.
1: Um, Um, So Yeah, but, you know, kind of like we said before, I guess, there's not a lot that's super obvious with Microsoft. Uh, This is kind of their E3 to lose. so. um, Yeah, like
0: when I was writing stuff up, I was like, what are they coming out heavy with? And Mm -hmm. Project Scorpio was the biggest thing I could think of.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean,
0: and and that's like, and we're talking things that are 100%. Uh, Game-wise, I don't really know... uh, something 100% that they're talking about. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's two um, titles that I'm like, okay, but... Um, I don't know. In my mind, they're not huge.
1: So I don't yeah. think that they're a must-talk um, about. I-, I think that there's going to be a Halo presence, which that's something that you kind of noted down. Yeah. Um, you know, that's usually their big gun. And, in fact, that is what set up, like... There were so many ps3 games that came out that was sony's halo you know mm-hmm. so i think uh i think they know that that is their strength in first party and they need to shoot one of those out um yeah they, they need to really do something that the fans want yeah more than anything so yeah i it really uh you know some of the ones that we're thinking um are a good chance of showing up. I mean, like I said, that's all we have on for sure's, And one of our for sure's is a maybe. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, uh, I mean, the other thing is I could see them doing some
0: more mining the steam early access stuff like they did. Oh like yeah. We yeah. talked about previously, yeah. um, but I mean, They've that's not that. even really noteworthy.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: so, so, I mean, and this isn't like personally for me, I feel like we're knocking them, but I don't, I'm I'm not knocking them by any means. I just I have no idea what they're gonna do. I feel yeah, like they have I something think, big planned,
1: um, but we don't know what th- it is. I think they're gonna have a lot of because it's a uh, Activision doesn't do E3 anymore, right?
0: Um, I don't think so. No.
1: Yeah, I think they're gonna have some Activision stuff. Um, just because you know if Activision is not doing their own thing, Xbox is gonna need to put some games in that lineup. So do you think so, that they'll be getting like? Uh, like I mean, that seems weird, but you think they'll be getting Destiny? Uh, I'm not sure because, like you said, Destiny has definitely been tighter with uh, Sony. Yeah, I think they'll get the um, I think they'll get the Call of Duty. See, I think um,
0: I, I think uh, Call of Duty is going to be on the PlayStation stage, but I feel like Battlefield will be over there on Microsoft.
1: Yeah, they could because you know EA will share. Um, you know, they don't need to hog the spotlight. I mean, they get paid for whatever gets put out, so they probably don't care, right? I feel like they—they, they, I feel like Microsoft
0: probably have Far Cry as well.
1: I could see that. I could see them showing
0: that because off. Because they've never really had, like... I don't feel like they've had strong ties to mm. either one, so... I feel like at this point, it's kind of like, you know, what can we
1: get that's going to be a yeah, big hit? They really do need to kind of show off... Um, I, I mean like you said the the games they really need to come hard because yeah. they're they're stacked against a lot they're stacked against Crazy. a lot um I think we're gonna see uh almost for sure we're gonna see sea of thieves um that's that rare game, and i I've heard people yeah. say that this is kind of rares chance to prove if it still has got it like it's kind of to show like is has rare just kind of been making bad games because Microsoft told it to the way that happened to Lionhead or. Have they been making bad games because they're bad? Yeah, you know, true. I mean, all of the original talent, I'm, I, I'm, I'm sure all the original talent at Rare's been long gone. So, um, you know, this could be their chance to kind of break out, kind of like Sony Santa Monica did with a couple of their games that they worked on. So, um, I think Sea of Thieves has a lot of potential. Um, I, they really need to show that off, and they have been showing it off. But you know, now we're kind of in the countdown; it's supposed to be coming out. So, um, I want to see, uh, you know, I want to see some, some real shit from Sea of Thieves.
0: Right. Uh, I think their other big hitter is Crackdown 3.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um. Yeah. It was a, it was a pretty good exclusive of theirs. Yeah. And, uh, moving forward, I think that one, I mean, we've had some canceled games on the Microsoft front. So, mm-hmm. you know, that one is, like, I, I, for big exclusives, I feel like that's a sole survivor right now.
1: Yeah. Um, but, man, it's tough. Yeah. Um, it, it, like, like you said, I don't. We don't want to bash on it. Like, okay, I went out of my way. I got an Xbox. I'm a big fan of some of the Xbox exclusives. You know, I, I I'm a big fan of, um, you know, Remedy games that did, uh, um, Alan Wake and their you know their newest title that I specifically got the xbox for yeah like i'm a big fan of their stuff so a lot of xbox exclusives i've historically liked i mean the original mass effect one of my favorite series yeah so i I really want them to come and be like okay so we lost some ip specifically scale bound like hits hard because i was really looking forward to that one yeah that was a big Um, one they were talking about it for a long time (laughs) and apparently uh it it may not be dead Because Microsoft retained the rights to the IP of Scalebound. Yeah. So So they might just be holding on to it because it's a good idea. They they, might be... It could have been more of a hiatus thing. Right, right. Right. So, Um, um, like, I I think they have a good chance to come and surprise everybody. Like, here's four games that people had no idea were in progress. Yeah. I mean...
0: And they would. Um, I feel like they have to do that, whether it's reviving a canceled IP or revitalizing an old IP. Um, mm-hmm. You know, being the, I feel like that's the go-to. Um, if they're yeah, we, doing a I whole mean, new IP, then I feel like it's going to be, uh, that one's going to be, highlight, and that's going to be what they're coming out swinging with. You know.
1: Yeah, because that's. I mean, you know, like we said, that's their their, uh, their weakness within the last year or so. You know. has been um that first party stuff yeah like i mean in general if a game's coming out on the playstation and the xbox you know it's just your preference it really doesn't matter it's gonna be pretty much the same game um especially if you don't care about having to wait a month for a map or whatever yeah it's like you know what what are um, you
0: you know what are your friends playing on
1: and what system right. did you pick up? Like, if right. you happen to have so the room, it comes down to friends. I feel like right. Their support has been good. I mean, like I said, they've they've got that backwards stuff. Their games with gold has kind of started to realize what it can potentially be, and they've been kind of hitting that. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, they've got kind of a solid base, but they just don't have the pizzazz. They need to they need to hit with something.
0: And I feel like this is going to be like as much as this has kind of been like. Man, they need to do something. I feel like they're going to do something big this E3. They they can't. I mean, af- they they can't afford
1: not to. Yeah, they, they're gonna they're gonna have something that blows me away. It's just that I cannot imagine what it is like. Right. Um, you know, there's a couple studios out there that are making games that we haven't really heard about. That if it was like, yo, it's gonna be Xbox One exclusive, and then it's like, boom, huge awesome game that people mm-hmm. have been like dreaming about. That would be huge. Um, I don't want to say anything in particular because we're going to mention it later. But, you know, there's... Uh, this is, They got a good chance here because it's so... It, anything they say like that would be so unexpected. Yeah. So they have and, a good chance to kind of make an impression.
0: And, of course, they're going to come out with their new tech. You know, they're talking about the Scorpio, so they might... You know, they could potentially mm-hmm. talk about their VR that they're working on. Um mm-hmm. You know, their controller, they've been kind of infamous for their, uh, like, controller modification. They have that. Um, yeah. That, that, that really special controller. I look for that to be, it's like, what is that, that $150 or $200 controller that they yeah, have? Yeah, it's like switchable I look and
1: it's got alternate parts and everything.
0: Yeah, I look for that thing to be um, you, um, definitely uh, having some cool features with the Scorpio mm-hmm. and, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, we'll definitely see that. I think it would be really cool if we, uh, you know, we've been talking about it, you know, revitalizing or reviving old, uh, old, like canceled games, but, um, it, it, and and we're talking long shots here,
1: but uh, Battletoads, mm. what, would mm. like, what would that do? like, what would that do? I mean, if you drop me a Battletoads, I mean, I don't know what I would do. I I wouldn't be able to control my body. <laughs> and and just this is a
0: personal. Thing. I feel like it's, you know, it started back when we worked at GameStop, but uh uh-huh. I feel yeah, like it's on the way. <laughs> yeah. And and it, <laughs> and it continued with MGI, but how about, uh, yeah, Gex would be cool. Just anything oh, yeah. Gex. We haven't heard anything. Crystal Dynamic owns that IP. It's sitting there. Crystal, you know, they did that super early access with Tomb Raider. You never know. Uh-huh. That's why I threw that in under the surprise for Microsoft. I think that could
1: I mean, we be fun. could. Are we in a time? that we could be coming up on a new Tomb Raider? Um, I know there's going to be a new movie, so it would be a perfect time to get a game going.
0: Yeah, I mean, we could see something. Uh,
1: I couldn't
0: say where we'd see that at. Uh, We had talked about previously how Tomb Raider's, you know, whole exclusivity uh, for Xbox didn't perform as well as basically its opening for PlayStation,
1: but... yeah. I I I don't think that that kind of model really works. Um, The like the earlier access to DLC and stuff seems like that really works, and that's kind of the standard with you know shooters and uh, Destiny and games like that. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think console exclusivity, like timed exclusivity, works for the whole game. Like, um, yeah, I I think 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 it works too much. Negative feedback.
0: Yeah, it works for maps. It works for, you know, little right. DLCs. It just, it doesn't Gunskins. work for the fo- the full game. It just, it, yeah. I feel like it. It's kind of fucked up. Yeah, it hurts more than helps.
1: Yeah, because then, I mean, you kind of lose some hype. Like, I don't even know, like, what time of year it, uh, the second Tomb Raider ended up coming out on PlayStation. I mean, I ended up getting it on Xbox late. I mean, it was already out on PlayStation 2. I just, I played the first one on Xbox, so I just got it. But, yeah. uh. You know, when you hit that release day, that's the peak hype you're going to have, typically. Um, It's really hard to capture that back for another launch, and it's like, why take that dang in sales? Um, Yeah.
0: I mean, it just seems silly, especially when you're looking at... Like, I understood, you know, maybe they made this deal before they realized PlayStation was just crushing it over, uh, you know, Xbox One. But, uh, But going forward, I don't look for that to
1: be a thing no and if it is you know we got some bold companies out there so i mean hey if you know if that works in your business plan if that gets your game made and everybody paid on time that's great yeah but i just i think it's there's too much negative and I, you know that's speaking as uh certainly as a customer first and then sort of as a reviewer after mm-hmm. so you know i don't have the numbers in front of me on that to say anything but right it's just my kind of my gut feeling i think um Okay, so we don't want to go through every single company by any means, but we no. do But we want do... to mention uh, Bethesda specifically. Yeah. And then we'll kind of do the rest. I feel like we mentioned Bethesda, and then we'll just kind of trickle
0: down into, you yeah. know, instead of doing a full Ubisoft thing, a full Nintendo, and a full, like, EA thing. Mm-hmm. Um, well,
1: especially because, um, I mean, certainly Ubisoft, I mean, they've practically got it. Like, they basically have a menu for you. Like, we know what they're going to have because they announced it in their earner's call. They've, yeah kind of reinforce that on their own, just saying, like, okay, we're going to have, you know, X, Y, and Z at our show, and then we're not going to have this other one, you know? So we don't really need to go through that. Um, right. You know, EA is fairly obvious, but we will touch on some of the stuff we want to see from them. Um, Definitely. But, yeah, let's go in hard on Bethesda. Go yeah, ahead.
0: Bethesda, um, I, I feel like they're going to do a lot of talking about Elder Scroll Online, and I don't think it's going to be opening the show, but I think it's going to be, um, like, kind of like the meat of their show. Uh, especially mm-hmm. with the the Morrowind coming out, DLC. Mm-hmm. Um, which I'm not sure if you've seen that trailer, but it is really cool. It's a really yeah, it's, good looking trailer. I've um, heard it's a really good ad. And I just just whispers from, you know that's Elder Scroll online was one of the games that kinda of kick started Mammoth Games Inc. off. Um, getting, you know, a, a decent amount of people viewing us on Different streaming sources because we were playing that game early. Um, Mm -hmm. So I still talk to a lot of those people, and a lot of those people are interested in this new DLC to the point of, "Oh, I'm going back and I'm going to pick it up." Yeah, and I'm like, "That's cool." Yeah, I I mean, keep it going. It's, I think it was a good game. Uh, It Mm -hmm. just the end game wasn't enough for me. So I, I'm really glad to see that they're doing more of this uh, uh, expansion stuff to, yeah. you know, kind of offset that. Like, look, the sto- like, Elder Scrolls is a story, you know, before anything else with a ton of stuff to do. And this game still has a ton of stuff to do. But mm-hmm. hitting those raids and dungeons, uh, it just didn't have that same feel of something like World of Warcraft or even Final yeah. Fantasy XIV. So, I mean, really,
1: uh, you know, I can't talk about the talent that worked on the game, but for the company, this is their first MMO. Yeah. I mean, that's a really good start.
0: Yeah, they did a great job uh, coming out yeah. with it. And if they take this, and even if they do new expansions and patches to make the game fit properly, um, mm. I mean, this game could be st- still, even though it hasn't been crazy successful, it could still come back and be successful. Yeah. So I, I mean, feel it's like still, that's going to be a big a big chunk of theirs.
1: Yeah, I mean it's still online, so it's been fairly successful. I mean, these MMOs uh, they need a lot of people playing, but they don't need as many as you would think. You know, it doesn't need to be World of Warcraft numbers. Yeah. To uh, stay alive and even to do well. Right. Um. Yeah. So, uh, you know, other than that, like, uh, they're definitely gonna be hitting that. I think they're gonna talk about the future of Elder Scrolls Online because I feel like they're really getting a lot of attention for this expansion and everything. So. Yeah. Um, I can see them maybe announcing, kind of their plans with that. What they plan on maybe another expansion in the future. Um, I mean they have a lot of stuff. places.
0: They have a lot of places to go. I mean, after yeah. we got off with our um, part one of the PlayStation podcast, I believe we were talking about where Elder Scrolls main game can go, and we looked mm-hmm. up their map and we were looking at it, and there were places off continent that. We had never heard of before, and it's never been yeah. really brought up in lore before. So uh, they have a lot to work with. Like, yeah. even more than the average Elder Scroll player thinks. Mm-hmm.
1: So, uh, you know, that's really cool. Yeah, there's a ton of, I mean, there's a ton of landmass they can add. There's a ton of cool story. There's a ton of cool, um, you know, if they kind of continue tweaking and working on their end game content, that'd be good. Yeah. Um, there's, there's a lot of room for growth still in that game
0: agreed so So, what else uh, what else
1: do you think they're coming out with they're going to be coming out strong yeah just knowing their companies and i think i don't know if it was you know recorded or not but i know we had been kind of talking about just bethesda you know the companies that are under bethesda and everything kind of their company makeup Mm -hmm. and there's two groups that have been kind of oddly silent and um that is is it tango and machine machine yeah um yeah so you know, we could potentially be seeing um, maybe like a new Wolfenstein. Um, They've been tinkering around with, uh, you know, things with
0: the last Wolfenstein that they had done. I mean, I know we got, what was it, the Old Blood and mm-hmm. uh, a few other things. And yeah, I, 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 I brought this up because specifically I loved the Old Blood. I love the style. I love the way that mm-hmm. they presented it. Uh, To me, that was super uh, attractive and successful.
1: Yeah, and Um, with the new... um, Put that out. Yeah, with the new... uh, You know, the engine and the software that the new Doom was running on. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you slap that into... And, you know, Wolfenstein and Doom are not the same thing. But, uh, you know, if you use some of that... Maybe not so much of the verticality and the, you know, jumping around. But if you're able to kind of use some of that tech for... Uh, you know, a Wolfenstein sequel, that'd be pretty sweet.
0: Yeah, I feel like um, we're going to get this rotation of where it's going to be like, okay, here's Bethesda talking about Elder Scroll, and then mm. here's the next year, here they are talking about Fallout. And then the year after, here's Elder Scroll. And then at the same time, you're going to get them, here they're talking about Wolfenstein, and then here they're talking about Doom. And then here they're talking about Wolfenstein, and here, you know, just going year after year. Yeah, so I'm kind I of mean, seeing a pattern with them. So I you feel know, like they, this is a they Wolfenstein could potentially...
1: year. Um, you know, they could work themselves into, you know, a game from the core, you know, Bethesda Game Studios, maybe every, what's their track record, three or four years? Yeah, I I think
0: we'll hear about it every, we'll get a new one, like, it'll be like, talk about, you know, Fallout this year, and then they'll take the year off, and then they'll talk about Elder Scroll, and then take the year off, and then Fallout.
1: So, Um, and then with their sub-studios, it seems like they're on track to have about maybe two or three games out a year from their kinda you know, the the studios underneath them. So like within the last year, not to say twenty sixteen, but kind of mid twenty sixteen to mid twenty seventeen, they had Dishonored two. Dishonored they had 2. Prey. I think Doom was in there. Yeah. Uh, Doom might have been just too or just a little early. Yeah. And then um, they did that, um and then they did
0: those uh, prey or not Prey uh um dishonored like didn't they do like a definitive edition or something
1: oh yeah yeah the yeah the xbox one and the ps4 uh you know hd res ups right um yeah so that that was uh that was leading that was a little earlier but leading up to it still so um they could you know it's not it would not be unusual for them to be on track to have two games out so that would be wolfenstein and you might know a little bit more about this one than i would but like an evil within sequel
0: yeah i feel like they're gonna get an evil within uh mm. two or
1: some sort or of something off, from them offshoot from that company and the game did it performed well um it didn't get rated super great but um you know it's the mind behind uh, some of the more successful resident evil games and resident evil just came back and blew it up so
0: yeah. You can come um, back and blow it up. That's very true.
1: So I mean it is it's gonna be interesting to see where they decide to go with that.
0: You know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like uh, we're probably gonna get some sort of small tech depending on what big title is announced. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. kind of like how we got Fallout Shelter in the Pit Boy app that I mentioned earlier in the podcast. Right. Um right. But I, I I don't I can't even begin to think about what that would be. Um, uh, it, for yeah, Fallout, I... for Fallout, it worked really, really well because you know they had the like the Pit Boy app is like it, it fits into their game,
1: mm-hmm.
0: so it fit into the hand into the handheld. But if this year they're going to talk about an Elder Scroll
1: title, I'm not sure
0: like what they're going to be what they're going to be talking about with that.
1: Yeah, it's, um, you know, it, 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 well, the Fallout Shelter was kind of, um, we didn't know it really at the time, but I've seen some, you know, some people talking about how it was kind of preparing us to, like, build and maintain a settlement. Yeah. And it wasn't, I mean, it's not one-to-one gameplay at all, I mean, it's not, it's barely similar, but the kind of idea of, um... You know, you're going to be building stuff. You're going to be maintaining it. There's going to be a cost. You're going to get a benefit. There's raiders. There's, you know, vault dwellers. There's rad scorpions. You know, it was kind of like setting that kind of stuff up. I mean, the
0: first thing that comes to mind is some sort of, um, like, alchemist thing. Where mm-hmm. it's like a small game where you, you know, um, like, maybe you send people out. Like, and not send people out, but... Like, you go out and you come back with different, like, ingredients to mix, mm-hmm. uh, like, potions. Yeah. And then it's almost like, you know, those potions go into, like, you figured out how to make this potion. So now in the game, you know how to make
1: this potion. That could be interesting. Maybe um, uh, some kind of, like, lore seeker thing. Yeah. Um, I mean, I could see know, a big lore
0: guide, too. Like...
1: So you can yeah, get caught up you know, on,
0: every, on everything, which
1: that would take you a very long time. But, yeah. Yeah. It's something that, like, we uh, – like, basically nobody saw fallout shelter coming. It was a total shock. Mm-hmm. And, uh I I mean, that's basically the only way you can process it. Like, it, it, it just wasn't – there was no idea that that was coming. Yeah. And, and... I think it's going to be the same thing with, you know, if they do do some small tech or – Um, you know whatever they announce that's not one of their you know like a bigger game franchise it's going to be something just totally unexpected because these are guys that uh, you know they don't usually deviate from their formula but when they do it's just wild yeah so uh, yeah it's one of those
0: things um, if they do we we have no idea but uh, Mm -hmm. we can speculate all day so it's it's pretty uh, it's going to be interesting to see their like what filler stuff that they have but yeah, okay, uh, um, moving on to the, the big uh, big surprises. What's what's something
1: crazy you want to see them talk about? Um, there's been uh well, I mean, I guess if you look at their patterns historically, the next thing we should be looking at would be um another Elder Scrolls title. So yeah, Elder Scrolls good. six or you know, however they wanna name that. Mm-hmm. Um So, uh, there's a lot of options. I mean, like we said, we've been looking at the world map a little bit, and there's a lot that we didn't even know existed. Yeah, I mean, we've... There's a ton to do.
0: Yeah, we've been to, um, you know, several locations now, with Mm -hmm. going from, I mean, Arena tossed us to a lot of locations, but that game is Mm -hmm. so old, we can't really even... It almost doesn't fall into the canon that is the rest of the right elder scroll um and then i believe it was uh was it dagger or high rock for two uh, dagger Daggerfall, Daggerfall. okay um and then uh and then we got morrowind uh Cyrodiil, mm. and skyrim so yeah the big the big one that i keep seeing and there's box art floating around the internet for it it says Valenwood, uh which is home oh. of the what else um could be cool be really lush uh but i'm just over here like i want black marsh i want to see the argonian Mm -hmm. home i want it to be rainy i want to see what you know the i want to see shadow scales which are the um argonians raised from birth to be in the dark brotherhood Mm -hmm. and that's what i want to see
1: i want to see i mean you could have some uh some some cool aquatic stuff which you know Bethesda's known to experiment in their other games with what they want to do, and there was a lot of aquatic stuff in Fallout 4 uh, and, you know, some of those add-ons. Yeah. So um, I could see, like, Black Marsh, you know, I mean, Argonians are, you know, they just can hold their breath forever. They breathe water. Yeah. So some underwater segments, like underwater Argonian cities, kind of get... I mean, I'm sure there's, like, some Cthulhu-esque, like, fish people. So, like... Uh, We could work some of that stuff in, like Dagon and uh, that kind of stuff. I mean, that could be really cool. Um, I think that kind of Lovecraftian stuff is really in style after Bloodborne.
0: I agree. Yeah. So I
1: I could see them doing that. I mean, to me, that's
0: it's not the next step that they should take, but it's the step that I want to see them take, and I'm pretty sure if you ask other people, they'll have different opinions. Uh, A lot of people do want to see Valenwood... Um, And uh, the other big one that I feel like a lot of people want to see is uh, Elsewhere, Home of the Mm Kashyyyk. Yep. So that could be cool. Uh, It's it's kind of like... A uh, ton of options, just kind of like... Right now I'm like, hold your breath and just see what happens.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's going to be... It's going to be good. I mean, Bethesda, they just knock it out of the park with these presentations. And we were actually talking before about how they... You know they kind of miss opportunities in marketing sometimes
0: mm-hmm.
1: on uh, some of their smaller properties, but I mean these presentations they just crush it. So, yeah. Well, I mean um, it's
0: it's because they're not they're not held down by having uh, like it's not a console talking about the games; it's the game talking about the game. Right. You know, and and, and that gives yeah. you a different dynamic because you can listen. To You know, it's not being filtered. The, the gamer isn't telling it to the company and then, you know, the game company and then the game company telling that to, you know, the big brother. It's literally right. them listening to us and then them talking back to us. Yeah. So, so I, I feel um, like it's a different dynamic and they can do things that we want. You know, it's easier for them to listen.
1: Yeah. And, um, you know, there there is a rumor going on um so this would be the time that if you're somebody that just totally does not want to be spoiled um this this is looking pretty credible so if you don't want to you know if you don't want a surprise ruin for you maybe skip ahead a little bit yeah maybe not listen Um, to this (laughs) yeah you might not want to listen to this part but there's your warning um it there's a good potential that they're going to have uh they're going to be showing a game called starfield which is a name that they trademarked back in 2013. Um, apparently they've been you know, conceptualizing this since around the Fallout 3 launch, and they've been working on it since Fallout 4 uh, in some capacity. But uh, Starfield basically would be like a Fallout or Elder Scrolls um, style game set in space, so like a sci-fi version. Um, I think certainly people would not consider fallout to be sci-fi i mean it has elements but i think post-apocalypse is its it's own kind of very post-apocalyptic yeah i mean really in a lot of ways it's modern and Um,
0: i mean even if we say that you know they trademarked in 2013 started production in 2014 uh that fits on schedule for a release of 2018
1: yeah that's their typical uh length of development time right so that could be that could be a they've had a lot of success with their uh you know earlier in the year releases i guess so i could see that being maybe a february march title for 2018 yeah um but yeah i I mean mean, that that has a lot of potential i uh it's kind of hard to fathom of what that kind of game would be just because their games are so location-based yeah we we expect fallout is boston
0: yeah we expect uh something very specific from Bethesda games and when it comes um, to something like space uh I don't think we really know how to expect
1: right expect it so I mean they have the resources you know I I mean yeah Bethesda they they just put out a certain um a certain level can just be expected like the same way that you expect bugs in a Mm -hmm. Bethesda game it's because it's so massive you know like people kind of forgive that because this is a game I mean Skyrim if you bought Skyrim on November... Uh, yeah, it was November 11th of 2011, right? Right. Uh, if You could still be playing that, theoretically. That could be your one game. Right. And especially if you have it on PC or something where you have like a ton of mods on it. I mean... Uh, you know, Fallout 4 i don't think was quite as runaway successful but uh, you know there was some like older fans that were kind of rubbed the wrong way about like some of the you know um minecrafty stuff i guess in it yeah but that's I, I where the money's like, at that's where the future's at really
0: yeah i feel like the building kind of did them wrong uh it's awesome and i love building but i just
1: think it wasn't really handled right in the game like um it wasn't it, quite given across to the player that that's totally optional. You don't. You never have to touch it.
0: I feel like the biggest thing for the building is it's it's what it needed, but it felt like too much.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it, it's it. They needed a new innovation for the game, and that was the innovation
1: for the game. Um, yeah, but I don't well, they, think it they was the right, in,
0: I don't think it was the right innovation.
1: Yeah, like the the fact of how customizable the weapons and armor were plus you can build settlements but you're not just building settlements you're building literally every piece of i mean y- you know it's you're not it's not too far from literally putting every plank of wood up right like it's 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 a little better than that but not significantly yeah so you now, know you went from a game with a menu of like stats weapons health armor uh quests to a game with like more menu than gameplay yeah so they added a lot really fast
0: now i i do want to put this idea just in the listeners and everyone's mind now Mm -hmm. what if the fallout 4 builder was like the precursor to what starfield is going to be offering right so you're on a space station and you're you know like I, I, I don't know what the details are, but I would imagine yeah. you'd have a hub uh, of your own of some sort and you're, you know, building it into a community of maybe people that you're finding. Mm-hmm. So, it, you know, it, it could be, it could be them that could have been their first step
1: on, you know, this new, yeah, I mean, uh, this new they game. always build on their own success. So right. um, I could definitely, I, I mean, there's a lot of potential for something like that, especially, you know, I mean, it's even if it is a carry on of, you know, the Elder Scrolls Skyrim style, that's still a new IP. Right. And I, I'm always excited about that. Yeah, I'm.
0: Uh, it every year I get I, I get excited for all of E3. But then when I try to break it down, because there's always at the top of my list because they have so yeah. many things that I love when they launched with um, Evil Within. Uh-huh. I was like, holy shit. So now they have everything that I love. They have Survival Horror. They have Elder Scrolls. They have Fallout. They're doing the yeah. small tech. They picked up one of the first games I ever played, ever, Wolfenstein. Like, mm-hmm. they
1: own it. <laughs> yep. So. Yeah, they uh they have a ton of uh, kind of breathing space, I guess. Like, it's hard for another company to muscle up to that. And especially, like, I mean, we were talking about, you know, Microsoft is... Uh, you know at least in stuff that we know is going to be there they're kind of mm-hmm. lagging behind in games compared to sony and sony i would say is if they do really well they'll draw even with bethesda yeah so i mean bethesda i mean they just blow these presentations i away. mean they do a great job at their it.
0: first year of presentations they they stole the show before e3 kicked off
1: yeah and that's why all these companies keep moving their dates earlier and earlier right. to try to cut off bethesda yeah <laughs> so, uh, so that's kind of funny so, but, out um, of
0: Bethesda, let's move forward with, uh, and yeah. I want to save the Nintendo Direct, we'll save the Nintendo Direct for last. Um, okay. But let's talk about some of these extra games that, you know, we want to see, or, you know, we expect to some capacity, you know, and that yeah. encompasses EA and Ubisoft and Nintendo. So, uh, yeah, what do you want to talk about?
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited, um, specifically to Ubisoft games. Um, I, I'm... I mean, Far Cry Five. Everything I've seen about it is just like I'm in love with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm I'm really excited to see a little bit more of that in action. Um, I like where they're going with it. I like the ally characters. I like the buddy system type thing they're doing. I like the full playthrough co-op. That yeah. sounds interesting. Um, it's the games are kind of not really good at that anymore. So. I'm definitely interested to see that. Yeah, depending and, on how that goes, I would really like to get a stream going. Uh, yeah, between yeah. us on that. Definitely. Um, so yeah, that's one I'm I'm definitely interested in. I'm with you. Um, but we we have a lot of info on Far Cry Five at this point. So really, I just want to see some cool gameplay and you know a, a couple little extra selling points, and I'm I'm in. Yeah, I mean, we um, haven't
0: seen gameplay yet. We have seen yeah. three characters that are like mm-hmm.
1: helper, like helping,
0: and we've seen the enemy. Uh, and kind of like just an overall of that um,
1: that area. Yeah. So, uh, and then um, I'm really excited yeah. for which we have almost no info on. Um, I, the Assassin's Creed it looks like it's gonna be the uh, Egyptian um, time period. So, yeah,
0: I'm going in blind with that. I've um, I, I really have seen so little on it, and I know there's so little mm-hmm. to see, but I've even kind of uh, like neglected kind of to see. It the new stuff because I, it needs to be a surprise for me.
1: Yeah. Uh, we've got Assassin's Creed really has to do that in general. Like I think Far Cry did a great job of like coming out. What look looking like pretty new, interesting territory. Yeah. Because those games have definitely been getting kind of boring. Yeah. They had to after, you know, going from four to primal. Um, yeah, that was a weird move. Yeah. But I liked primal a lot, but it it was a weird move. Yeah. Um, so but yeah, I, Assassin's Creed I think has a good chance to to kind of do something cool and new um, should be all single player from what I've heard um, yeah I, I think moving away
0: from their uh, multiplayer thing is a great idea um, yeah. just keep it keep it story based let's you know and then progress uh, with you know I, I assume they're gonna do a season pass with you know some extra story stuff to mm-hmm. come with it um, yeah which I'm okay with as long as the game you know, has that uh like progression to it has that uh you know m- like it gives me that want to play it rather than me looking at it and go uh no another assassin's Creed right. game you know yeah yeah for sure i think those are some uh good call um mm-hmm. one of the like one of the things that i really uh Really want to see is the Nintendo Switch, you know, do their thing. They really have to, and we said it before, they really have to do something crazy at E3. Yeah. To um, they really have to bring it to keep it in the game, and I I don't want to say that they can't, but after the direct today, I don't think. I mean, the lineup for what they talked about today uh, was really underwhelming for me. Mm Mm-hmm. I agree. But. They uh and and you know what we'll, we'll jump into what games they talked about here in a bit, um, but you know they need they need that big Pokemon RPG. Everyone had been dubbing it um, Pokemon Stars because they did Sun and Moon mm-hmm. uh, for the Switch, um, but you know, uh, Super Mario Odyssey. I just I don't think that's enough. When they mm-hmm. th- there has to be stuff to look forward to down the line, you know, where is that Animal Crossing, bring out a Kirby, bring out a Star Fox, bring out, you know there's so many things that they can dig into, a Metroid uh, that would get people excited and they're they're, I feel like they have that they have a really high chance of doing that Nintendo thing where they squander this opportunity
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely I mean, um, they just with the um, with the switch so far they've I, I feel like they've just totally dropped the ball i mean they've got two maybe three or four like for sure sellers with breath of the wild of course already out um mario maybe uh, i mean mario kart 8 deluxe is good but that's not a new game you know yeah it's not and new. it's like you need to drop the hot stuff on me i'm ready for that hot load yeah yeah you know and it's like they they uh Ooh, they need to justify that system to people because there's a lot of people that got it for one game. Yeah, I think the you know the best thing
0: that I've heard someone say is the honeymoon phase is over. Yeah, uh, exactly. It, it's it's time to you know really buckle down and show what this thing is going to be doing, and mm-hmm. uh, you know i mind sitting over here and I uh, the reason for this being late is you know I was I was traveling. If you're you've been to facebook.com backslash Mammoth Games Inc. and checked out the PlayStation Plus lineup and the MGI update that we pinned to the top of the page every month. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you kind of saw that that I was out and about, so it ended up... But the Switch was what I played. Um, I played a lot of Mario Kart. played a little bit of uh, Legend of Zelda. Um, you know, and I would have... like Before I left, I was kind of like, I, I want more to play on this. You know, I want to have a library of like, you know, three to five games that I can play on the go, but, you know, they're really not there. So, yeah. They really have to crush it, just like we said. They have to, uh, they have to kind of give everyone else that's presenting a run for their money. And they're going, and their chance to do that is at the, what do they call it? The Treehouse Direct or something. Yeah. so, you know, we'll see. I, I expect there has to be at least one or two big titles, aside from Mario, that they're going to show off. So we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah, so uh, along those lines, um, speaking of somebody that has to show it and bring it, or I'm going to lose a lot of faith, uh, EA mm-hmm. really needs to show off that. Um, is it uh, Visceral and EA Motive are working on that Star Wars title? Yeah. Um, um, I'm going to need to see that. Yeah. Um I'm I'm so excited for it and and I think yeah. it's
0: because I feel like I've been let down by Star Wars titles. <laughs> you know, since well
1: it, it's that and like the promise of Star Wars titles where it's yeah, like yeah, I'm we saying, have this awesome game coming and then it doesn't come. Yeah, like thirteen thirteen. That looks yeah. amazing, cancelled, and then they come out with
0: uh Battlefront and I was I love the environment, but Just wasn't impressed at all. Uh, So you know, there we are. That's basically uh, Mm -hmm. that's basically where we're at. So it's kind of like you know you're clamoring for that awesome Star Wars title, and this could be it. Mm -hmm. Um, Something a little more. I don't want it to be. I don't want to say open world, but I want it to be open in the sense of um, like more open than we got with Force Unleashed, but. Like maybe not as much as Knights of the Old Republic, but I would like some customization like Knights had. Mm-hmm. So definitely, yeah. Um, I'm very, very. Um, I will be paying attention to the Star Wars stuff. Yeah,
1: pretty yeah. Heavily. There's, um, they they've got some cool stuff to do there. And kind of speaking on those lines, um, Battlefront Two, uh, mm-hmm. is looking pretty promising. It looks like they've learned from the first Battlefront. I really hope so. Yeah so um you know i mean specifically like uh i haven't played battlefield one but i've heard that the the you know campaign the story mode was absolutely amazing so i really want that like the awesome storytelling the war is hell type thing Mm -hmm. in battlefront 2 and i mean i'm not a big multiplayer gamer especially when it comes to shooters i'll buy that game full price ea I'll buy that game $60 just to play through the campaign, and you are you won't even have to buy servers for me to run it on. <laughs> and I feel like, like you're not the only person that's saying that. Yeah, I know. I mean, I know a lot of people, personally, that even people that do play, uh, you know, multiplayer shooters, that just were not interested in it, because it's like, mm-hmm. okay, I mean, you know, it's got that authentic, like, Star Wars. I mean, as far as, like, graphics and audio and, you know, visuals and setting and everything, they did great. But that's just not what I want out of a Battlefront game, you know? The... The original Battlefront games were not Battlefield with a Stormtrooper helmet on, you know? They were totally their own thing. Yeah. And, uh, I, I mean, honestly, I don't even know what to compare them to. So, um, if they can bring it like that, then I'll be first in line. I'll be getting that gold edition for sure.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: But, they, you know,
0: they kind of have to prove it to the customer at this point, because I feel like yeah. a lot of those people bought into the first one, so.
1: And we're kind of jaded on it, yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, one that we didn't put on the list that I kind of want to mention is, um, uh, I want to see something, uh, uh, I'm not sure where it fits in or any of that, but I want to see something, uh, Dead Island Dying Light. Um, mm-hmm. it's been, yep. it hasn't been a real long time, but I would like to see, uh, I know we had, um, that, uh, I think it was Dead Island something it was a few years ago it's where that dude was jogging and then the jogging turned into running because he realized oh. that zombies were about um yeah um it dead was I- dead uh, island 2 technically right because they did well, Dead Island and then dead island riptide
1: yeah there was uh dead island 2 i don't think ever came out i think there was like a dead island spinoff mm-hmm. um because dead island and riptide were the same game but they got split Right. Dead Island ended up getting cut short.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so Riptide was meant to be built into the original Dead Island. Uh, right. Escape Dead Island. Um, no, Dead Island 2. Uh, says 2017. Huh. It's not out yet, though. Yeah. So, yeah, they could... So, I mean,
0: we could be um, looking at that. Um, and I'm pretty sure that was the video of the dude that was jogging. Yeah. And I'm then sure. he ended up running. Yeah. Um, I I want to see something by those guys. Um but see I'm I'm really into that uh that free running that we got with uh, Dying Light. Yeah. It was so satisfying. Yeah. And we had a lot of fun with that. And that goes right along Mm -hmm. the when we were talking about Far Cry five being able to do the campaign uh together. You know, it it was co op, but it wasn't that competitive, you know, yada yada. That yeah. turns you know people specifically like like you away. Right.
1: So yeah yeah um, I I personally just want to see that. Um, yeah I, I uh that would be cool. That's something I hadn't thought of. Yeah, and they've been they've been kind of quiet for a little bit. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, and they did some DLCs for Dying Light that. Um, they had
1: some cool stuff. To that.
0: They did some cool stuff with it. Yeah, and Dying Light had so many cool easter eggs in it that it was kind of it was kind of unbelievable (laughs) like that Mario world that you could go into and get the um, basically the Tanuki suit it was Mm -hmm. like a a, like a flying squirrel suit it didn't do jack shit for the game but it was really (laughs) it was cool to go through that that level and uh, you know there were so many more but uh, just I guess keeping on going, uh, you know, I expect to see um, some more Destiny Two stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure what we'll see from that. Like uh, uh, maybe maybe some enemy factions and stuff like that. We've got a good look yeah, at maybe the a little powers bit of and depth. heroes. We've already yeah. seen gameplay, technically. Right. So, um, you know, there'll be a little bit more for that, I'm sure, on one of the stages. Mm-hmm. and uh same with uh call of duty the world war 2 um yeah. they'll probably toss in that world war ii zombies thing that i believe is separate right i think that's a whole separate game
1: that's what i have heard what I heard.
0: so um that'll fall in line somewhere i guess it depends on who paid
1: activision the most all <laughs> right yeah. um we'll probably see um something with battlefield as well yeah and it'll be um, opposite of what call of duty picks I feel like. Right. So they, it'll they probably be like... The same console. It, right. It'll be uh, the opposite console, and they'll probably finally do, do the like far future thing now. They'll yeah. probably have their Call of Duty Infinite and Battlefield Infinite.
0: My, predict, my prediction is Call of Duty will go PlayStation, Battlefield will go Xbox.
1: I could see that. Yeah. Um, um, it, it looks like uh, Kingdom Come Deliverance, which is a game that I had mentioned before, something I got in on Kickstarter level on. Right. Um, that game is nearing release it should be by the end of this year yeah there's some rumblings Um, going on
0: and i've seen some video of uh of what's going on with that so you know yeah they did
1: some announcements on uh like the english language uh voice cast on some of those actors and stuff they i mean they've been really good with kind of keeping everybody up to date on what's going on with their game so um i could see them somewhere maybe that could be something that xbox could bring them in for because it's a bunch of charismatic cool guys um yeah, Almost, like, not quite on the same level as, like, Jason Vandenberg from uh, For Honor. Yeah. But, uh, but they're, like, a similar, like, big, cool, medieval-looking dude.
0: Yeah. They, they've um, got some so I, I can see cool that. people working on uh, working on that. Um, I yeah. If you guys haven't, definitely go check out some of their uh, YouTube stuff. Just listen to some of their mm-hmm. behind-the-scenes stuff. It's, uh, it, you know, it's not only funny, but it gets you excited for their game.
1: Well, they show a lot more than I mean, it's it's not quite at the level of like the uh um the uh the background of the double fine adventure game that um I forget what that video series was called, but you know, they documented their entire right, the uh, production. process of making the game. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't it wasn't quite to that level, but they show a lot of um behind the scenes stuff that's really interesting. Yeah. Uh more than a lot of studio show agreed yeah so there's some cool stuff on that and then I, kind of uh my my final prayer yeah something i, I every night i go to sleep that, I think about it
0: and that's both of us uh yeah. just
1: definitely we need something from cyberpunk 2077 and you know i actually think that they said they're not going to say anything this year but you know what i uh, yeah and you know that, that's what <laughs> this is it's kind of like uh last ditch like it's, please god we
0: want you know coming at the end here it's you know these are long shots that we really 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 want to see yeah um yeah. and that is the longest of the long shots that we want to see like this almost seems like it's more of a long shot than microsoft
1: revitalizing something like Battletoads. <laughs> yeah it kind of is it, yeah I mean, uh man i'm i'm a i'm a huge fan of cd project i would love to do a CD project podcast because they're just an inspiration. I mean, like
0: I feel like once cyberpunk starts to get um, some heavy rumblings, maybe we get, you know, more than, you know, just a few screenshots. Uh, I feel like when that first trailer comes out, it's going to hit us and we're going to be like, yep, let's do something just completely on CD and we'll get one of these on them. So, um, Um, but I mean, I'm a big fan that's pretty much it for our predictions for e3 2017
1: yeah and um, i do want to touch on um kind of that that uh, um pokemon direct i guess today right um, um yeah so you go ahead i mean you saw a little more of it than i did i was
0: yeah I, I watched it and did this write-up for it um basically what they announced the, the thing wasn't long at all their pokemon uh yeah. issue directs are never long it was it ran eight minutes um, wow. And they started off by like, here's, you know, the new Pokemon thing for the Switch that people are interested in. And it ended up being that pokin tournament, but a deluxe edition. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're basically getting another fighter, which I don't think is a good idea for the Switch. They're, they're getting arms, and that's on the way out. And mm-hmm. now we're getting another fighter. Uh, and they're yeah. both arena style. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, the, the Pokken tournament. Uh, it's coming out for the switch september twenty second um, and it's 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 just it's kind of crazy to me, but they are you know they're doing more. They're not just like here's the game um, with all everything unlocked. Uh, they're also introducing five new Pokemon that yeah. weren't in the original. Um, you can have uh, ranked matches, so there's gonna be leaderboards as well as um, friend and then uh, private matches so mm-hmm. uh you know they're doing a few new things i don't think like I, all all around i think that's the wrong move
1: um mm-hmm. but that's just me yeah uh, i mean yeah I, I the fact that they separated this from their sort of nintendo e3 direct thing mm-hmm. um is you really mean the, bizarre
0: you mean the pokemon uh, specific stuff
1: yeah Like, especially considering it was, I mean, basically nothing. I mean, um, you know, Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, Gold and Silver, and Pokémon Tournament. Like, uh, Gold and Silver was inevitable, because uh, Red, Blue, and Yellow did really well in the virtual. Um, uh, You know, we knew that there was going to be some kind of second generation for Sun and Moon. Which, uh, you know, I I admit that it's not what I was expecting, but um like kind of in a bad way yeah uh, i had i had heard and i think it was just kind of a you know well heard rumor that there was going to be a pokemon a, a core pokemon title on the switch right and even if it was pokemon stars or pokemon twilight or pokemon whatever right um just like that traditional like third version would have been perfect for the Switch. But they, they
0: went that route of... Like they kind of did with Black and White... Where they released Black and White 2... But Ultra right. Sun and Ultra Moon... Um, the, the the tagline was... Um, you know, something along the lines of... You're getting an alternate story. It's the same right, story, the but same, it's an alternate story. The and same
1: location... Yeah. and with a few like if it if pokemon games seen you know, in the past or anything to go on like between both versions maybe 12 new pokemon yeah and that would be pushing it
0: and i think that's what we're getting here is we're getting basically the same story with a few alternate things like oh look a small little area that we can go to now and it has 10 new pokemon that weren't in you know right the game originally and i don't think they're all new pokemon i just think they're going to be pokemon from moon are going to be in sun and pokemon from sun are going to be in moon and it's gonna it's gonna give you it's basically like a definitive or game of the year edition but i don't think uh yeah i I think that was again another another missed opportunity Um, it's a really weird move um especially since the game came out last november so they're looking yeah. for people to spend another, you know, what is it forty bucks for uh, in forty yeah. or fifty, depending. Yeah, I, um, I, I think they're you know, and we spent that last November, and here we are. You know, they want us to buy the game again. Some of us are still trying to collect all the Pokemon from the game that came out in November.
1: Right. It's it's. It's It's a really weird move.
0: Super bizarre. And this is why, when when I was talking earlier, I said, you know, they really have to... You know, Nintendo really has to bring it Mm -hmm. with the Switch. And this has me worried that they're not going to be able to. Because they're making the mistakes that are very obvious. Like, Mm -hmm. obvious Nintendo mistakes. Like, oh, let's not give them that big title that they want. Let's give them like Pokemon tournament dx like ultimate edition or ultra sun and ultra moon that's obviously not what anybody wanted obviously if they talked to literally any fan of the game that fan the first thing i feel like they would tell them is bring an rpg to the switch Mm -hmm. that it's just crazy to me that they're not
1: yeah it's um you know, they could be holding out, I guess. Well, there was a lot of people after the Pokemon Direct mm-hmm. that kind of complained and said, like, uh, you know, maybe they're holding out until the you know the Treehouse Direct or whatever for E3. Right. And the Pokemon company straight up said, like, no, we're not going to have Ultra Sun or Ultra Moon or Sun and Moon or Gold and Silver on the Switch. And it's like, dude, how do you drop that? Yeah, and like, that, that, that's really weird. Like... The whole point of this Pokemon direct was so they didn't have to talk about
0: Pokemon during their Treehouse direct, which mm. is supposed to be shorter than any other direct that yeah. they've ran at an E3. What is it? Um, it's gonna be like thirty minutes or something. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be know. super it's, short.
1: It's uh, I mean, this is a very Nintendo move. Yeah. It um, doesn't look good. <laughs> no, it's not looking good, and it's like, this is this is just that. Typical kind of decision making that it's like they uh they t- they seem to have like an on off cycle with popularities of consoles. Mm-hmm. Like the N sixty four was massive. Mm-hmm. The GameCube was a great system, totally underappreciated. Yeah. The Wii was the best selling console of all time. The Wii U was a good system, totally underappreciated. Yeah. Well, and, and they did some really cool stuff with the Wii U. Supporting yeah. a lot of games, making HD remakes, uh, the ability to play on that off screen. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: that I mean, obviously the Switch ran with. Uh, it's weird to see them just totally drop the ball on it and assume that the failing of the Wii U was the games they put on it. No, it was the console. It was the marketing. Right. And now they've nailed the console and the marketing, and they're totally dropping the ball on the games.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's the same, it's the same kind of mistakes that they made with the Wii U that's... Kind of bone Mm -hmm. in them right now, which I thought we were Mm -hmm. out of. I I really I honestly believe that we were, um, we were done with that. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see how this trio's direct plays out. The last thing that they announced was Pokemon Gold and Silver coming to the 3DS virtual Mm -hmm. console. Uh, We, you know, touched on that just a little bit. Expecting the price to be about ten bucks. Um, it'll do well. You also get access to that Pokemon Bank, uh, so you can take your Pokemon from uh, Red, Blue, and Yellow. Uh, on the virtual console you know straight over to your gold or silver edition so that's mm-hmm. really cool um, that should be pretty cool yeah i look for them to possibly also drop uh what was the gold and silver's like definitive edition crystal or something yeah yeah i look for that to happen too
1: yeah that was the first one that added in uh little animations to pokemon when they showed up uh-huh. uh that's that was i remember getting crystal and it was like uh, I really liked Gold and Silver. Uh, I think a lot of people, that was like one of their favorite games. Yeah. Um, it just, it, it, it expanded in the perfect way on some of those old Pokemon games. I'd love to do a Pokemon podcast. Yeah. Um, I don't know who to i'd love to get a third guest on that I, I think uh... i know
0: a really good person to pick for that uh but okay. yeah we well, you know we'll talk about that later but uh
1: yeah so i mean we got a lot of ideas we could we could do a podcast for everything and put one out every day almost if we had the time to record them all yeah but, uh, and,
0: uh, and with that yeah. um if you do have any ideas uh you know wrapping up the podcast here uh yeah. send us a send us an email uh games inc at gmail.com let us know what uh what you want to see or if you're interested in possibly mm-hmm. collaborating uh, and you know, you have an idea and you want to talk about it we're we're listening.
1: Yeah. And speaking of that, um, this was kind of a question posed to us. I, I actually asked Drake to write in just cause we hadn't really been seeing anybody um, sending us any emails through here. And I think this would be a good way to kind of engage people. Um, you know, everybody that listened to the podcast with Drake on, uh, you know, heard some cool opinions, maybe learned a little bit about him. Um, he actually wrote in and asked, um, he said specifically with PlayStation, that's kind of where he's coming from. But really, with anything, uh, do you guys see any more, um, like older franchises that have pretty much been dead? Uh, do you see any of those coming back for E3 this year? And we can, you know, touch on this maybe after E3 when we know, but mm-hmm. we'd love to get some emails in again, uh, Inc at gmail.com. Yeah. Um, you know, he mentions, and we kind of mentioned the medieval, um, that would be really cool. He actually had something. We, we mentioned Battletoads, yeah, Battletoads, Gex, Medieval, yeah. uh, Legacy of Cain, or Blood Omen. Right. Uh, he mentioned also um, Siphon Filter, which is something I kind of forgot about. I, I never really got into those. but uh, They're working on a new title. Yeah. So, you know, that could be cool to see. Um, you know, so, yeah, go ahead and write in and tell us, like, what do you guys think is going to be... Um, one of these you know not we don't want to speculate on new IP because that's basically impossible but you know something that was a popular older title that for some reason just died out and you'd like to see again you know uh era of hd remakes and full rebuilds of games you know along with like final fantasy 7 and stuff like that yeah um yeah let us know what you think about that and if you have any like guesses of what you're we're going to see this year
0: yeah, and uh, and as always, head over to Facebook.com backslash Mammoth Games Inc. And check out all that top news and stuff. That's how to keep up with us on the daily. Um, posting some cool stuff over there. Make sure you're hitting that like button uh, at Twitter, at Mammoth Games Inc. We also have our YouTube mm-hmm. link right, at, right there on our Facebook. And we've been doing some stuff live on Twitch. So just search us up, Mammoth Games Inc. Um, make sure to... Uh, um, if you get the chance to review our podcast and let us know, uh, you know we check that mm-hmm. stuff. Um, it helps us helps us grow. It also helps us reach uh, our audience better. So, um, with that, for Mimic Games Inc. I'm Night Swarm.
1: and I'm Filtercord,
0: and we'll see you guys next time.